Welcome to my podcast on everything about health. I'm your host, Becca, and here we will be discussing basic information on every topic. We will cover everything from physical health, spiritual health, and mental health. No topic is off All guest appearances welcome. This platform is to bring back the freedom of speech and allow everyone to feel their voice matters no matter what the circumstances are. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Happy Friday. Hopefully everybody's start to a 2023 is going fantastic. And guys, we made it. We made it past Christmas. We made it past New Year's. Holidays are done and into a whole new year we go. If you all have not listened yet to last week's episode on intentions, I encourage you to go back and re-listen. Does it affect this episode? Not at all. Just take time, go back, re-listen. A lot of times what we set for ourselves in 2023 is not what we accomplish unless we change our mindset. That's where the intentions come in at. So go back and listen to it even after this episode. That's fine. This episode is addressing something we discussed last week. When we were talking about setting intentions, um, some of the goals that end up coming about are weight goals. There is nothing wrong with a weight goal. Let's first put that out there. You can set a weight goal. You can have an intention to achieving a certain size or a certain look or whatever you want based on a weight goal. The biggest thing I want to dive into is not allowing the scale to dictate your results. This can be really hard and I'm going to share my journey with the scale because it can be mentally manipulating to the person. This probably starts way back when I first started competing back in 2012-2013, one of those years. And I didn't really care what I looked like, what I weighed. You're talking about the girl who ate Taco Bell all day long, uh, worked as a front desk girl at the gym, and everybody said, Becca, you need to work out. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. I didn't have anything to do with the scale. However, once they started getting really serious about competing and weightlifting and being into health and fitness, that's when I kind of started analyzing the scale and the data that came with it. However, what I did not realize that I was doing was becoming addictive to the scale and what it said and how it justified who I was. I remember my sister and I were living together and she called me out on it which my sister is great at doing, calling me out on stuff. And she just pretty much said, like, you're, you're obsessed with it. And I was like, no, I'm not. You know, I was, I was defensive, like, no, not obsessed with this. I can stop at any time. However, she was right. I was obsessed with it. And I didn't realize it because I was so obsessed with knowing how much I weighed all the time. And a lot of it, too, was poor relationships with the coaches that I chose to be with. A lot of times they were focused on the scale and the results that the scale created. I remember one time I was struggling to lose weight on the scale. However, my body was losing inches and my face was sinking in and everything looked like I was losing weight. The only difference was the scale didn't show up for me and... I kept having my plan readjusted 
because the scale wasn't showing up for me. And I feel like a lot of us out there, we tend to do that too. We look at the scale and if the scale isn't going down or we aren't losing weight like we want to lose weight, we start making alterations in a negative way. We start cutting carbs. We start cutting fats. We start eating fewer calories. We start doing more extreme exercises and cardio. And while that may be part of a reason, it may not be the full reason. What if we're doing so much cardio and so much intense working out, we're not feeding our body enough? And that can be a huge reason why the scale is not showing up for us. Here's another example too. This year, I had a way different coach. Her and I, our communication was amazing and the scale wasn't moving. And through the trauma of old coaches, I kept checking in with her and saying, I'm so sorry, I'm not losing weight, kept being apologetic, trying to people please. And she had the best response ever. She goes, I'm not worried about it. Your body looks great. She saw the changes my body was making through the diet, through the exercise, through what she was feeding me. And the wonderful thing is I didn't have to go to extreme measures to get my body to transform the way it did. I didn't have to eat below 900 calories like I once had to do. I didn't have to do three hours of cardio like I once had to do just to get the scale to show up. It was all about consistency, making sure I kept the same foods, the same condiments, the same measurements, the same work ethic in the gym. That's what made the scale move. And half the time, the scale didn't move. My body just is a type of style that the scale doesn't move. Does that mean I'm not having results? No, not at all. I'm having results. It's just the scale doesn't show up. I even tell my clients now who are my clients, don't worry about the scale. I have one client, she doesn't want to weigh. That's fine. I don't need her to weigh. I don't even need a whole lot. It depends on what your goals and your intentions are. That is what you go based off of. So when you're setting your intentions and if one of them happens to be, I want to be a size three or I want to weigh 125 pounds, whatever your health goal is for 2023. Find other methods of how to track your results that do not depict the scale all the time. It's okay to incorporate the scale. Just don't make it your do-all and die-all of everything. Because if you start working out extremely hard and you're feeding your body less calories, well, try adjusting it. Try adding in a snack or two here that's healthier to see if the scale won't go down because you need more. I like using this analogy for my clients. It's like a fire. You want the fire to keep burning all night long. Well, you don't just stack a whole bunch of logs on it all at once. It's just going to simmer out. You're going to die it out. You want to slowly add a log one at a time to allow the fire to burn. Another analogy I use is a car. In order for your car to run, you need gas. Well, if you as a person are a car and food is the equivalent to gas, 
if your tank only has X amount of gallons in it, it will only run from point A to point B and never get you to point C. Put enough gas in your tank to get you from A to C. And that is the biggest thing going into your weight goal. The scale, it'll move, it won't move, it'll move when it wants to, it won't move when it wants to. Don't base your whole goal on being that 125 pounds or getting to that little certain number. And if you aren't there, you're just upset about it. Measure your goals in different aspects. You know, if you want, if you like seeing data and you like collecting that type of thing, do something different. Pick a trouble area and measure yourself. My trouble area in particular is my abdomen. So I would measure my waist and I would say, okay, is my waist going down? Is it going up? Is it staying the same? What foods can I help with my digestion that's going to be better? Because for instance, I used to love peanut butter. I mean, let's be real. I still love peanut butter. However, peanut butter doesn't love me. So as much as I would enjoy a tablespoon of peanut butter on an apple or even a Reese's cup, the biggest thing is, is it doesn't enjoy me. My stomach will bloat and hurt and I can't enjoy peanut butter anymore. So acknowledging what makes you feel good is also going to help with your results as well. If you end up getting bloated, swelling, poor digestion, your body just is off in a certain way after eating a particular food. Nine times out of 10, that's pretty much telling you, stop eating it. Don't eat it. And then you'll understand once you start replacing the foods that don't make you feel good for foods that actually make you feel good, the results are going to show as well. And while we're on the topic of foods and digestion, let's talk about great gut health. That's a huge part in your results too. Your internal affects your external. So take care of the internal you. If you have a great probiotic, if you're on a good digestive enzyme, if you're taking the supplements to care for yourself, if you're putting in wholesome nutrition into your body, that alone is going to make a huge adjustment to your external results. So when making goals and intentions that may be weight-based, be very cognizant of what could and couldn't be a tracking method. If you start getting frustrated with one tracking method, stop doing it. You're only going to frustrate yourself more and slow down the progress. Start looking at other methods to track. Start looking at other ways that are going to provide you results. And if all else fails, start looking at your goals slightly different. Instead of looking at your goal as how much weight can I lose, look at your goal as small, healthy habits that you're accomplishing. You know, for instance, I was talking to a really great friend of mine and she loves wine. One of her goals is to find a way to enjoy wine without allowing it to control her. And I really like that. And sometimes we don't see the awesome intentions we accomplish through our tiny habit changes. She went out to eat the other night and she was at a wonderful restaurant. She had two tasting samples of the wine. And I asked her, I said, did you drink? She goes, yes, but no. 
was like, okay, well, what do you want for your goal? He said, do you want to not drink or do you just want to drink in a healthy way? And she was like, I want to drink in a healthy way. I was like, perfect. And then I showed her. I'm like, she already did that. She didn't. She decided she was going to have two tasting samples and be done. She didn't have a bottle. She didn't have a glass and then go home and have another glass. She just tasted. She just wanted to taste how good that wine was at the restaurant. And I showed her. She was already making the healthy lifestyle change that she wanted. She just didn't realize she was making it. And once I showed her that, it boosts the confidence. It shows her that the choices she once made to have a whole glass of each one of the wine, and then she'd be two glasses deep, versus the two tasting samples, was a healthier lifestyle change. And that's how she is accomplishing results in a healthy manner. Does she want a different health goal? Sure, absolutely. However, she is also making baby steps towards a better lifestyle that she's proud of. And I'm proud of her. I mean, shoot, she's come a long way. So think back on what type of healthy lifestyle goals you've made little improvements on. Jot them down. Take notes. Was it the fact that you ordered a salad versus french fries? Or was it the fact that you decided to make a home-cooked meal instead of going out to eat where you can't control what they put in it? Was it swapping the soda for a glass of water? Or was it taking the stairs instead of the elevator? Little things are going to justify those little healthy habits. So try and track what you're changing most in your life by the healthy habits you're incorporating and not by the scale. Watch how your results will just come to be. And that way the scale no longer justifies you. And you can justify your own healthy lifestyle through accomplishing your goals and showing an external health. So I'm glad I kind of dived a little bit deeper in on that. If you guys have more questions, concerns, want to know more, feel eager to change your healthy lifestyle in this new year, I do, of course, have a free consultation. You can go to healthylifestyleforfun.com and you can click phone consultation, check out with it. It's completely free. It'll notify me. I will contact you and we can set something up to where you're changing your lifestyle for the better this new year. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Super excited for next week and can't wait to hear from you guys. If you like today's podcast, please make sure to subscribe and listen every Friday. Like, comment, and share so others can enjoy just like you.